Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Welcome back to the show. We hope you are having or had a great Labor Day, depending on when you're listening to the podcast. Uh, we have a good show today. have a special guest with us today as well, Mike Gennard. Uh, Mike, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself real quick, and then we'll get started. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, first off, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on. Really enjoyed uh, listening to the podcast that you guys have put out so far, and uh, just wanted to say, yeah, thanks again for having me on. So just a little bit about myself. Um, I'm Greg's son-in-law, uh, recently married his daughter, Courtney. Uh, so I guess that also makes me Doug's uh, nephew-in-law, if you want to get that technical. Uh, <laughs> we do. We like to stay very technical <laughs> yes, we're on very, podcast. very technical, yes. So, uh, yeah, um, live here locally, um, do some work as a GIS technician, which essentially uh, I just do a lot of mapping. So um, been a big uh, sports fan, uh, love some comedy, so... Packers are your team, right? I think that's what you said. Uh, no, I no, it's the uh, Blues. Uh, the Blues. Oh, oh, man, I'm just getting killed over here. Uh, go Bears. Uh, go Blackhawks. So. I am a Bears fan as well, but I had to get that little dig in. So, All right, we'll start off. Usually we, we always start off with a little conversation starter. So I've got one today. Uh, we'll see how this goes. It's a little bit, little bit different. But we're going to have to make a choice here between one of two um, afflictions, shall we say, or uh, scenarios that you're going to have to deal with. Either from right now, somebody come, a wizard comes in, curses us all. We have to. We have one of these that we're going to have to. Live Why is with it always a wizard? Because they're mean. <laughs> Wizards are awful. No, I don't know. Could be a witch. Last week was a sprite. It was a sprite last week. So we'll we'll go with maybe we'll go we'll go with a witch. Okay. Uh, we dropped a, a house on her sister and killed her. So Ooh. now she's going to curse us. Um. Either for the rest of your life, starting from right now, you can only talk in baby talk from now on. That's it. <laughs> or you must chest bump anyone that gets within 10 feet. I don't care who they are, what situation, it does not matter. You are compelled. You have to run up and chest bump that person. Hold it. Who you're talking to? You, no. They, it, you could be just any person once they get within 10 feet, you have to go over and give them a chest bump. Okay. So either you're talking baby talk. Or you've got to go up and you got to get the chest bump. Well, you go first this week. Oh, sure. Because so, I, you always convince so, me. <laughs> so I want you to do it and we'll see. You, I cannot help it. You have a weak constitution. Stick with your convictions. Stick with them. I'm easily swayed. So this week, I, I was, to be honest, I am not exactly sure where I'm going yet. But uh, you, you got the baby voice. That's going to be problematic in a lot of situations. So a clarification on the baby voice. Is this... You're talking like a baby, or you're talking to a baby. That, that's a good question because that's exactly what I was going to try to do. It's it's, it's your like you are talking to a baby constantly. Okay. So let's say you oh, go out, man. some guy gets in your face, you get a little mad, boom. Oh, who's mad? Who's in up? Who's getting mad? You're getting upset. You know that's not going to quell things off very well. Or you go to a funeral. Who's sad? <laughs> Somebody lose their daddy. It's okay. You know that's it's very uncomfortable. It is not going to be good. Or, and again, keeping things, you know, not not vulgar by any means, but let's see, there are certain intimate situations. You could kill the mood in a hurry. You go, oh, come on, you, oh, I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. You know, that's going to kill it. That's not going to be a but fun time. But I do time. want to see you chest bumping at a funeral as well. Well, and now, if you <laughs> chest bump, or church, you walk in, eh, boom, boom, you're hitting the chest bump. 
You're walking down the street with your wife. Two strangers walk up. One's a woman. You just have to run up and chest bump. That is probably going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah, a lot of grief. I agree. Um, I you got to make your pick, though. Um, and again, even in the fight, the guys want to fight you, and you're trying to chest bump him, or you're going up <laughs> some big mean guy, and you got to chest bump him. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this. I have to, you know. And now he's going to just start pummeling you. <laughs> so, so there's our two scenarios. Okay. Um, for me, again, I, I think I, I'm going to take the baby voice again because I can choose to talk or not talk. The the the, the chest bump, you're you're forced. Any situation, you got to run up and just boom, hit hit somebody with a chest bump. Uh, you know, you got you go to see your great grandma. She's ninety. Boom, you knock her down. She breaks a hip. Now everybody hates you. <laughs> the, the baby talk is is going to be difficult. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm going to keep keep my talking to a, a, a bare minimum. But uh, I myself, I think I'm going to choose the baby talk. Yeah. You want to go? Yes. I mean this this is a very <laughs> interesting scenario. Um, I think you're right in choosing the baby talk because, like you said, you have at least some form of control over what you know, what you say when you open your mouth. But just kind of for giggles here, I mean, back in the day, uh, I used to play football, and you know, chest bumps were a common occurrence. So I don't know. I might get a kick out of uh, doing it. You know, maybe to my boss here or there. Uh, but you got to think you got to go to customers too. That's true. You're meeting them for the first time. Maybe maybe it could turn out to be a fun thing it could. most of the time. I, I see the detriment in it as well. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to be a contrarian here. I think I'm going to go with the chest bump, actually. Wow. Chest bump. I'm going to see if I can play it off, you know, but kind of play it cool most of the time in the act of doing it. But, uh, yeah. Customers might forgive that a little more than talking like a baby talk to them for the entire time and, and then trying to close the deal with that. I'm certainly not like a bro by any means, but... Uh, yeah, chest bumps, you know, keep the mood light. Uh, maybe bring some enjoyment to people. I, I don't know. I get, I get where you're going with that. And for the most part, I agree. I agree. I think it could be fun. It could be made light of. And not to be sexist, but you're going to have the to encounter females, and you're going to be ch- chest bumping them. <laughs> so, unfortunately, that's where I have to say I can't do that. Uh, so, I'm with Doug on this one. I'm going baby talk. Uh, as you mentioned last week... We have a lot of other forms of communication now with texting and different ways that we can talk to people. So I can utilize those more and still baby talk when I have to. Although it would be weird. Yeah, it's going to be extremely uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's going to be a horrible existence with the baby talk. But yeah, because you've got to get up in front of people and talk or something. That's going to sound kind of awkward. I mean. I'm assuming this podcast would be dead. Well, it might, it might be anyway. I don't know. But it's, it's going to be a little difficult to continue. Oh, did you poopy? <laughs> or maybe we'll pick up some kind of weird fetish listeners that are going to listen now because they want to hear baby talk. I, you know, there's always a niche, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you teach their own. All right. Well, we all made our choices. So Mike's going to be chest bumping. Doug and I He's are going to be chest bumping bro, and we're going to go baby talking. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like it. Let's see where that goes. Okay, who was a good segment? Who was a good segment? That last segment. That's right. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm not really stuck in the, the baby talk. We're going to segue, though, into uh, a segment. Here. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit of technology. going to get uh, technical and all techie on you. Um, kind of a gripe or, I don't know, I guess, I guess we'll call it a rant a little bit. 
but I, I have weather apps and stuff on my phone, and I get these stupid notifications a lot of times that will just pop up. I get one, and it says um, that non-precipitation alert. I, I don't know what that really means, for, for, and I don't know why I need to be alerted when we're not going to have precipitation. It's letting you know there's not going to be any I, rain. I, no rain, no snow, no precipitation of whatsoever, no mist. Is hail, I guess, is hail a precipitation? I don't know if that would be considered precipitation, but... Yeah, I think it's a very severe form of precipitation. <laughs> a severe form of yes. precipitation. Maybe it was saying no perspiration alert. Maybe you're not going to sweat. Well, I could, could have be been. Nice. That, that would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> but I was thinking it does say no no precipitation. Um, the other thing the other thing that we get on the app I've noticed, too, is I, I started getting this one. This summer, I, I would get some buzzing. I'd look at my phone, look, and it says poor air quality, poor air quality notification. On that one. And we're I not have, even in L.A. No. And I, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Hold my breath? You know, just not <laughs> breathe until for how long? I don't have like a, a radius or how long I have to get out of the poor air quality. I just go screaming back out to my truck and jump in and take off and drive until we're safe. <laughs> Is Do I go to the bomb shelter? Is it like a breathe at your own risk sort of a notification? <laughs> it, it might be. Maybe it's wow. getting them out of, you know, so there's no uh, legal uh, or lawsuits against them. That, hey, we told you <laughs> this is some terrible air quality. Um, kind of in that same vein, I've got a smartwatch, and it, it does all kinds of stupid things. I will get notifications on it as well. Um I'll just be sitting. It'll buzz. Tell me, hey, good job. Great workout. Keep up the good work. I'm doing nothing. I'm, I'm maybe eating. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just sitting. And I'll say, or it'll even give me one where it'll vibrate and it'll just say, great workout. workout. Keep up the, like I've already done it. Like, good job. Way to go. Well, it knows you're doing a great job sitting. Yeah. It, well, it keeps me, you know, it, it is very uh, uplifting. Yeah. I feel really good about it. You are sitting it. really well. You have done nothing for a long time and it's really paying off. So I will say, we have the same smartwatch, and unfortunately, I end up on the other end of the spectrum there. Mine tells me, <laughs> you've been sitting for a while, you need to get up, you need to do something. It's suggesting things for me to do. It's that you need to do, you need to go take a walk. You need to like get up from your sedentary position. Mine used to do that. I think it gave, mine gave up. Like, yeah, this guy <laughs> is never moving around, so we'll just throw some different notifications at him. Uh, the other day, I got one. And I look and it says, no notification. Just letting you know you have no new notifications. No new notifications. <laughs> My son was like, ah, the smart the smartwatch is just wanting to let you know nobody loves you. They don't care. They're not posting about you on Facebook, Twitter. You didn't get any text messages. Nobody's calling. Just get nothing. It just let you know nothing new is going on. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just giving you a little update. <laughs> a little update. Maybe it's trying to keep you company. It, could it be. loves you. Your watch loves oh, you. Wow. Kind of like a five o'clock all's well. <laughs> Back in the day, the, the night watchman here is running around. He's just telling me what, what's going on. I expect yours to say, oh, I noticed you're eating another Reese's pumpkin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can hear you getting fatter by the second. <laughs> uh, so what, what other uh, yeah. notifications here's, have you noticed? Here's my thing with notifications is, we all have Facebook. I know it's it's been around for a while. I don't really post anything on Facebook. I get on it here and there and whatnot. But it's just the sheer amount of notifications you get bombarded with from Facebook. Maybe this is just me. I don't know. But, like, Facebook is telling me people's birthdays, you know, memories I have to look back on. And it tells me the last time I even posted an update. Hey, it's been, like... 
a year since you posted anything on Facebook. It will tell me the exact amount of weeks since I posted anything. Like, thanks. I, I know. <laughs> That's not intentionally. It's going to um, say, if you don't post soon, we're going to tell your watch. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then my watch is going to have to lower its standards of me too. So, yeah, I just, every time. I mean, it's like I get three or four Facebook notifications every day. And ultimately, really all it does for me is just say, hey, you're friends with these people that I haven't talked to in six years now. Um, yeah, it's just it just is overwhelming, almost to the point where it's just like, how can I turn these off? How can I disable these notifications? I think some you can. Well, and I went in and done that. I feel like I have too, and, and, and I still get them. It turns itself back on. It's, it's like, like the you watch. really didn't Maybe want to do that. Turn it back on or something. <laughs> Oh, blame the watch. <laughs> well, and, and I'm one of these people, again, I know I I'm insane. I have a sickness, but I can't stand, I hate seeing notifications on my, I got to clear them. I don't want to see them on. So you get the little Facebook icon and then there'll be a little red circle where it'll say like 21. I'm like, and it will say 17 or some huge number. I'm like what in the world? So I'll click on it and I'll click on it and it'll show the notifications and it says, like I said, 21. I'll click on it and it opens up and there's nothing there aren't any new notes. There's nothing new in there. I don't know why it's doing that. But again, I, with my OCD and everything else, like I can't. St- I, no, I got to clear. I want that's, it zero. It's got to be empty. That's how it gets you. It does. Yeah. I'm in there all the time, not to do anything other than just quit, clear, I'm done. Oh, I'm the same with the little red circles. I, I cannot. No app can have a little red circle on it. Have you ever had the one that even when you go correct it, it stays on? Yes. And then you've got this one just staring at you all the time. It's like, I can't get rid of it. I may have or may not have even uninstalled apps before and <laughs> reinstalled them to, to, to remove that. Now, my wife, she's let me use her. She'll say, here, call or so-and-so. On the, I don't have my phone. She goes, use mine. I'll pick it up. It'll show like Facebook, like 47. Like, <laughs> can you just have – clear those off. Now nah, they're fine. I'm like, how can they be fine? I Oh, it drives me insane. I, I don't want anything on. I'm also like a one icon guy on my desktop too. Not eight hundred of them. You go up there, four thousand icons all over the desktop. Yeah. Well, along the lines of the Facebook, it's part of Facebook. Is Facebook Messenger the Facebook? <clears throat> yeah, the okay. Facebook. That's why we brought Mike in. This is Millennial Mike. We're old. We have the Facebook. The Facebook. So we got to bring in some young it's blood like every once in a while. The, the, the interwebs. And, you know, to help us out with some of this technology. Sorry. But, but Facebook interrupt. Messenger, have you ever gotten in a group that was like 23 people? And every oh, time they update, you get update, 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 update. Bing, bing, <laughs> bing. It's like, oh, stop it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I try to exit groups as fast as I can once I've made whatever I Say need, your piece point I need to make in there, there and exit. Um, one you do the thing. same in real life. You come in, you say your piece, and then you just walk out and slam the door. I'm out. I kind of do. And I guess now i got to do that baby talk. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, one other thought I had was uh, was about we've, we've all worked with computers. Mike, not as much with desktop software. Uh, like you said, Millennial Mike, he's more with the apps and the uh, different things like that. But... Have you ever been working with software and a message will pop up and it it says it's going to do something like it's giving you a choice, but the only option it gives you is okay. (laughs) So it's like, um, we're going to delete these files. And it's like, yes or no? No, it's not that. Okay. (laughs) So you click okay and whatever it was going to do, it does. Yeah, I have a uh, software that I work on at work and when you install it, it gets done. 
and says, this program needs to reboot your computer. Okay, so it doesn't even give you a chance. Like, hey, you need to, do you want to exit and save? No, it's just like, yeah, just letting you know, I'm shutting down in like 10 seconds. <laughs> so it's a scramble. You're like, ah, save, close, save. <laughs> and boom, too late. I lost like half of my data. So, so yeah, that's uh, there's all kinds of notifications and stuff we're bombarded with uh, in today's tech world. Um, so any other thoughts on that? Any uh that's well, just to show you an example, I, I've got three notifications in the amount of time that we have uh, started the segment. Well, so you're very popular. You are popular. Just to, just to illustrate our points, so I got a I got a red little one here in the corner of my phone. So, actually, I do too. I don't. Nobody loves me. <laughs> I got nothing. Mine is just from my watch is well, telling me nobody say, cares about you. Your watch. Oh, actually, look. <laughs> It does. It just came up and said, no notifications. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, watch. No notifications, but no Mike's notifications. Got <laughs> yeah, Mike is really loved and liked. Oh, uh, okay. All righty. For this next section, we're going to jump back in the Wayback Machine. Not so much for Mike, but for, <laughs> for Doug and I, we're going to jump back in the Wayback Machine. And we're going to talk about something that we all have encountered in our lifetimes, and that is fads. As you've gone through your life, I'm sure you're thinking of some fads right now. Just even mentioning that word, it's like, wow, what was popular when I was growing up? Well, I'm a child of the 60s and 70s. So um, in the uh, 70s, I'm going to kind of start with the 70s. Uh, and some of these have uh, kind of probably roots in the 60s, but I experienced them more in the 70s. Um some of those would be leisure suits. Remember leisure suits? I do leisure remember suits? leisure suits. You probably had a pair, uh, couple, didn't you? Or no? I, I did. did. I won't go into that story right now. <laughs> but I had one that uh, it kind of looked like the sky with clouds on it. <laughs> I had one. I was I was young, but my dad, my brother, and I each had a leisure suit. We wear it to church on Sundays a lot of times. Mine was kind of that uh, a brown. Kind of a dark brown leisure suit. And I think my dad had like a green leisure suit as well. Yeah, those were classic. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, very nice. And then there was hot pants, uh, pet rocks, mood rings, uh, all popular from the 70s. A couple more I thought of were uh, concert t-shirts. Those, those got big in the yeah. 70s. Uh, you've seen the ACDC shirts, I guess. Oh, yeah. Where, where they, they, they started out, 70s, they 70s, were playing. yeah. Uh, a lot of the arena rock bands were really popular in the 70s. So, uh, when you think about, like you said, pet rock, look at that. Some guy just picked up rocks, started painting faces on them, put them in a box, punched some holes in them, <laughs> and, and became a millionaire because people wanted to buy a pet rock. Oh, yeah. Yep. And there was a lot of stuff. I mean, you think about mood rings. I mean, they're just a little, most times, silver or gold ring with a black background. Yeah. Mike, have you ever seen a mood ring? I have, actually. I, I have seen a mood ring. Um I have not owned one, but uh, I have seen them, yes. I have so. bought them for my girlfriend, who is now my wife, and, and other, you know, so, and, <laughs> you know, it's supposed to show happy, romantic, lovable, and stress. It was always black. I think they turned black right away. <laughs> get her. Maybe it was just black around me when I was around, she was really stressed out. I don't know. So maybe it did work. We just thought it wasn't working, and it was just indicating she was constantly stressed out and aggravated when I was around. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> So yeah, there were mood rings. I thought of a couple more um, lava lamps. 
Lava lamps. Uh, yeah, I had uh, the classic lava lamp uh, that I believe my wife threw away on one of our moves uh, from a, from an apartment to a house. It was probably an accident. Oh, I'm sure it was. Uh, it was classic. It was the uh, the big brass base with uh, the red lava in it. Uh, how about how about CBs? A CB radio. I actually had CBs uh, down. CBs. Yeah. I'm sorry, I stole your thunder. No, there. you're fine. You're fine. If yeah, if you think of if say it again, I'll act real surprised. Oh, what about CBs? <laughs> That's that is fantastic Ooh. catch. I yeah. love that. Yeah, there were movies about CBs, songs. You know, uh, so yeah, CBs were huge in the 70s. Um, Velvet posters and black lights. Did you ever see those? I did. I have seen those before. Uh, we had used to. You could buy the. In fact, my grandma even did some of these. My mom. My mom did them. Uh, you could buy the black velvet kit, and then you would paint them. So you would have black velvet. My mom had one. She of a like a lion or a leopard or something that she got. Yep. And you could paint this leopard on it, and then you put it in a frame. It was like a kit that you'd make your own black velvet art. Yep. And to go along with that, if you had black velvet art, you had to have incense burning in your room as well. <laughs> I don't think my mom and dad had incense. <laughs> and that really is probably more of a spin from the 60s. Uh, and, you know, the uh, the flower child and the uh, hippies, uh, incense was really popular with them. But it was still around in the 70s. I had cousins who had the black light posters and incense burning in their room. And uh, let me see, was there anything else I had from the 60s or 70s? Well, I'll throw something in from the 70s while you look there, and you may have this one, but I think I think back to the 70s was where I, and again, I was born in 71, so uh, I don't remember seeing these so much earlier, but how about the like inf- the first infomercials were, or, or a lot of product, maybe not a full infomercial, but products really pushed from the commercials, and I'll give you an example, like Mr. Microphone, like as seen on TV, oh, but yeah. they were commercials. So you had the Mr. Yo, hey, good looking, be back to pick you up later, and the mic would actually go through the, the radio in your car, which you thought, oh, that is, oh, look at that, I'm on oh, the yeah. radio, I'm a big star. <laughs> or how about K-Tel Records? Oh, yeah, before you, before yeah. you'd have to buy an entire album. I only want the hits on it. Now, K-Tel comes out, they put them all together, you get your K-Tel Records of love songs or... Bad Boys of Rock and Roll or whatever they would put together. Goofy one-hit wonders. I had Goofy Gold. It was a double album hit of all, like, you know, uh, Purple People Eater and Mr. Custer and all that stuff. But that that all came from the, the infomercial or I have seen on TV commercials that we would watch. Yeah, and, and K-Tel, that kind of makes me think of, uh, remember Columbia Records? Oh, yeah. You, you, you would, 40 records for a penny. Yeah, you'd send them for a penny, you get like 40 albums. But then you <laughs> Might had be a to stretch, buy but like... It was, 12, it was a lot. It was yeah, a lot of albums. I think literally it was like 13 or something. Yeah. And you had to, in agreement for that, then they would then send you one album a month, and you either had to keep that one and pay like... Twelve ninety nine for it, which at the time was like three times what you could get it at Kmart or Sam Goody. Yeah, or you could send it back. Well, how many times do you send it back? I hate to say I was in the. Actually, I think there were two different ones, uh, record clubs, and I probably was in both of them because I loved music. So I'd get album after album after album, and I wouldn't send them back. And then I would get the notices, oh, you owe thirteen ninety nine or whatever. It's like, oh. So, a friend of mine was in Colombia, and he had, I, I don't know how many tapes that he had. It was just, and I'd ask him, he's like, you like this? Ah, it just came in a thing. I'm not going to send it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the 70s, 60s, and 70s. Let's jump to the 80s. Sure. Let's let's go to the 80s. I, I've got a few things here on my list. So 
Of course, you know, you, you weren't cool in the 80s if you did not start, well, start with a jean jacket. You had to have the right jean jacket, a Levi jacket, pop in the collar, walk around. There was nothing cooler. Flip your hair, get the mullet coming down back behind there. Mullet is oh, another mullet. One. Mullet in the fad in the 80s. You had to have a good mullet. Which uh, I did. Preferably kind of feathering it back a little bit. And then you got your jean jacket on. Uh, for the ladies, they would have shoulder pads in all their jackets and sometimes even shirts so they look like you know a bunch of football players running around or, or like they forgot to take the the hanger out of their jacket <laughs> but yeah it was it was a it was a good look in the 80s you love that you jump, with the big hair before you jump off of clothing what about members only jackets yeah I, I did not have a members only jacket so but yeah, they were really yes, popular, they were very the popular. probably not as cool as a jean jacket i guess no. but i did have ahead. a don johnson suit i will say that with wicker shoes and no socks Peach and teal T-shirts that I could all, you know, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. If I'm going peach or the teal, so yeah, I was. Uh, it was it was pretty slick, pretty pretty nice. And what other what accessory goes great with a mullet on a guy? One earring. One earring. Yeah, one earring really yeah. got popular in the eighties. I did not have an earring. My dad would have killed me. I didn't, and my mom would have killed me. But my wife Lori, who I was dating at the time, would have liked me to get one. I think you should get one now. I may do that. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to tie a nose ring with it, too. Another fad, and this was uh, for the ladies. I, I guess there could have been some guys, but I never saw that. Leg warmers. Yeah. Never understood those. I guess people, get, their legs got cold just from their knees to their ankle. Yeah. The thighs didn't get cold. <laughs> no. Everything else is really warm, but, but boy, my my shins are freezing. My shins and my calves are freezing. <laughs> so I'm going to put those on. Um, I think originally they were for dancers, although, you know, probably 1% of the people wearing them actually did any dancing whatsoever. But... It looked good, you know? Yeah. And I think I've even seen it where the, the ladies would wear, like, jeans and then put the leg warmers over the jeans. So yep. I've seen it. Another another good look. Yeah. And uh, you couldn't go anywhere without the ghetto blaster. Now, probably couldn't use that term today, but that's what they called it, the ghetto <laughs> blaster. What they called them. Gigantic radios. And you had to put $800 worth of batteries that would last you four hours. Yeah. And you carry them around. That's probably why there's a bunch of middle-aged uh, guys out there with horrible back problems today is <laughs> for lugging these stupid things put, around. Put them up on your shoulder, yeah. carry it around. Roller skate with them. I've seen guys roller skating with them. I was like, that's dangerous. If you fall, that thing falls on you, it'll crush you, destroy you. <laughs> a little more politically correct might be boombox. Boombox. That's yeah. what they started calling them then, and I, yeah. I had a number of boomboxes over the years. Um, so, yeah, boomboxes were good. Uh, what else that, you got? That's, that was my list there for the 80s. But. Yeah, I did think of one more thing. Uh, Guys had weird fashion in the 80s because the other thing I thought of was uh, puma bead necklaces. They were like coral. Oh, puka, the puka shell or whatever. Or, puka yeah. shell or puma. I remember them called puma. The as well. white, or the yeah. white coral necklace. They're, yeah, they were usually a tighter necklace. Yeah, I, went good with the mullet and I, the, uh, I, I will. I will probably say I did have one of those. I did too. I had one and uh, I proudly wore it. Look, nothing better in the summertime. You get your mullet going. You throw on the white. The white shell necklace, your tank top, got the jean jacket just in case it gets cool at night. You know, you're ready yeah. to rock and roll. Yep, and my mullet was permed as well. Oh, I, oh <laughs> see, I did not have the permed. I just had the straight mullet. Kind of had the hair parted right in the middle. Oh, feather the, everything back. You had the back. Joe Dirt look going. I, well, I probably did. <laughs> at the time, so did about, you know, 90 million other guys. <laughs> We're all running around with that. But, yeah, it was sweet. All right. Well, so... Um, it's funny, we, we have some notes on these podcasts, and uh, as I'm looking at our notes, it looks like we completely bypassed the 90s. I have, I have one for the 90s. Uh, you know, the, um, 
the flannels. Yeah, flannels yeah. Were big in the nineties yeah. uh, and the whole grunge scene. Oh yeah, flannels and the grunge. Um, scene. Well, I got married at the beginning of the nineties, so uh, fans, were, I was done. <laughs> I was done. I, I fashion out the window. It's all done at that point. Yeah. What else was what's not that I don't love being 90s? married. What else was popular in the nineties? Can you think of anything? I. Yeah, I was Boy, I was already old by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, grunge and the flannels, uh, Seinfeld and Friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were huge. They were, were huge. TV shows. Yeah. Um, I now TV shows. I watched a lot of TV, but um, boy, I can't think of any other it big fads. fads. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just coming How about up like X Games. Was that like '90s or was that <sighs> more like? I don't know. I was just coming up in the '90s. I I don't have uh, much in the way of fads in the '90s, but. Yeah, so well, well, let's go ahead and jump into the 2000s and 10s so that uh, we can get Mike involved here. Because yeah, you were so, born in what year? Yeah, so I, I was born in 96. 96, um, okay. So, yeah, some of these, these fads here in the, the 2000s and uh, the 10s kind of hit a little closer to home for me here. Uh, so some of the, the real popular fads that uh, came out of the 2000s, you say was auto-tune, was coming up big. Uh, back then for, for music, uh, singers would just be totally sounded, uh, sounded totally different after their voice was manipulated. I think the word you look for is horrible. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that was a polite way. Of sorry, it. sorry. Yeah, but, uh, step on your feet there. Yeah, uh, another big one, and I, I had many pairs of these were Crocs. Uh, and Crocs were huge. Never owned a pair of Crocs. I absolutely hate Crocs. My wife okay. loves them. She says they're comfortable. You now know they're what? Horrible. I could not be caught wearing a pair of Crocs. Oh, they're they're awful. You know, they're like the uh, they're like flip flops in bread cousin. They're terrible. <laughs> they're awful. They're ugly. They're just disgusting. I can't stand them. The one thing that really got them going was those those things you could pop into them. You, you know, you could change them out. Uh, I forget exactly what they were called, but they were like little you know, little designs of like little characters or that would go know, in the holes. Yeah. That would oh, okay. go into there. Huh. Um, and that was like the big trend. I mean, every, almost every little pop-up thing in the mall would sell those things that you could put in your Crocs. I remember I had like, you know, football in mind. I had, I'm pretty sure, you know, a baseball or like hockey. Um, pretty sure I had the bears, you know, logos in my, in my Crocs. Uh, sorry, bears. I should not have done that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and once those came out, that that just that just prolonged the Crocs fad uh, for more than it should have lasted. Uh, another I, big uh, fad here. Oh, we, do you have I was going to say, I still see plenty of people wearing Crocs, so I, I'm in the minority. There. They yeah. are out there. Um, they do actually still wear Crocs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, another fad here was the the whole Neopets and Webkins was another one of these two. I, I will say I did have some Webkins back in the day. Uh, my brother and I were kind of into collecting those. Um, it was like essentially a stuffed animal you could buy, and it would give you this little code you could put it into an online game, and you could play your stuffed animal, you know, their character online, and interact with everybody else who bought Webkins and, and Neopets. And Neopets kind of aren't like Gigapets, are they, and that sort of thing? I think they are. Aren't they? You get a little box and have a button and you got to mm-hmm. push the button so Feed many times. And do all yeah. that. It's essentially yeah. a high-tech pet rock. The Tamagotchis were, were that kind of that, thing. Right. That's, they came in that little game. 
you could, you know, feed it, hatch okay. it, and it would grow up and stuff for you. Seemed like my son got one from somebody that was probably like a generic version of it or something for birthday mm-hmm. or Christmas or something. I think back to the 90s, I think Pokemon got big in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I remember my son yep. had cards. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. the Pokemon, Pokemon cards. Was, yeah. I still have my Pokemon cards. I think we made him sell them. <laughs> uh, I think they're passed on to my brother now. I think he's got them. But um, coming up on the 2010s here, um, these were fads that were real popular as I was going through junior high and high school and here into college and adult life. Um, one of the very first ones was planking. <laughs> it would uh, it would be where essentially you would you know plank as an exercise, but you try to do it in these really obscure locations. Uh, and it was almost like a challenge, you know, something that you could throw up on social media. Social media was getting really big. Oh, and, and planking is essentially just laying, laying completely flat. flat. That's flat. it, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I remember that okay. being huge. The kick was, yeah, to do it in a really weird spot that would be hard, essentially, to lay flat in. Like, if you're on the playground, you're climbing on the, you know, the, the monkey bars or on the playground equipment, you know, you're planking, you know, uh, across the slide or something like that. Um just in, in really weird places. Yeah, that you was hear people getting fat. killed planking because <laughs> they would yeah. do it some weird place and, you know, train tracks. Okay, I'm going to plank on the train tracks. Uh, not good. <laughs> Unfortunately, here with the fads in the uh, 2010s, they don't get, uh, they really don't get any better. Planking, looking back at it, was probably <laughs> one of the, the better fads to come out of the 2010s. Um, I'm also noticing a shift here as I'm looking at these, uh, these notes. It shifts from kind of like a materialistic fads to kind of, you know, social media trends mm-hmm. or, you know, non-materialistic things. Uh, like the next one we had, for example, was YOLO, you only live once, was kind of a real popular phrase that was being thrown out there uh, a lot back in my time in, in high school. I'm not woke enough for that one. I don't either. So is that something to, uh, like to, uh, yeah, and here it we was, are, we're Old Men River. What is it YOLO? Was, <laughs> it was just kind of a term, you know, people would throw it out like... You know, was it an excuse to do something crazy of, so they'd of. say YOLO? And yeah, so like, you know, before you would plank on the train tracks, before <laughs> an oncoming train, YOLO, you know, you'd just do it, you'd throw it out there and do something stupid yeah. afterwards. Um, oh, boy. And then here we go, dabbing. Dabbing. <sighs> yep. Uh, once uh, Cam Newton essentially dabbed in the Super Bowl and whatnot, uh, that really sparked a fire. With all the uh, the teens out there, Doug dabs when he comes in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's only if I've had tacos. But is that oh, that's not what dabbing. <laughs> no, that's not. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure where you were going. Well, I don't know what it is. So, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, you bring your arms across. Your, I I didn't understand okay. it to be honest with you. Sure, um, I've actually seen some funny memes with dabbing, but yeah. You have to fill me in on those because I have not seen anything funny with dabbing. No. But uh, that just could be my personal opinion on that. <laughs> See, someone who was growing up around this stuff all the time just, yeah, kind of it just wore you out to these sort of things. And unfortunately, if those weren't enough, we had twerking. Uh, I really don't feel like explaining that. Yeah, uh, yeah like we don't it. need to explain um, it. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, You're not going to demonstrate it, are you? No. Okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> oh, what do you go? Oh, look at it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. If, uh, the baby voice it. didn't kill the podcast, any sort of video of networking <laughs> definitely would kill the podcast. So the one real big sort of material thing out of the 2010s fad-wise was fidget spinners. Those got real big kind of out of nowhere, it seemed like. Uh, and they went away really fast. Sure, yeah, they did. They were like there, and it was like gone instantly. Back when I was in college, it was almost just like an excuse for kids to like 
just be annoying. Like, they could get away with it. Like, oh, I, I'm, you know, I have ADD or what? I need this fidget spinner. I need to have something to spin. Well, okay. like, it would all it would do is just annoy everyone else. I'd be trying to take a test, and I could not believe the kids in the class were able to, to fidget spin with these little uh, spinners. It was just driving me nuts all through school. It's like Maybe your test-taking was interfering with their fidget spinning. Uh, they you thought know, it was irritating. <laughs> I'm being very inconsiderate right now. <laughs> And really, the last big trend uh, still going on today, the, the last fad was selfies. Uh, got real big, and I guess it still really is big. Uh, so I guess we are still in the fad of selfies, but uh, that one is kind of self-explanatory. Uh, you all know what selfies are. Uh, you see people doing them all the time, and yep, been in a, a lot of selfies in my you, day. You think YouTube influencers will be a fad, or you think it's something that's here to stay for a while? You know, that is a real, that's, that's definitely going to be a fad. Um, it, it might have some staying power, yeah. Kind of like the selfie, but uh, yeah, that's that's a real good one. It's yeah, good I keep hearing influencer, and it, it, I can't. It, it drives me nuts next. because so far yeah, maybe none of them have influenced me. No, <laughs> well, they don't influence you; they influence the ten-year-olds or the eight-year-olds. Well, I act like a ten-year-old, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's fads. So hopefully, that's gotten your nostalgia going, and you're you're thinking back to your days of things that were. Uh, trends and fads when you were when you were younger all right so our, our next segment here is uh gonna revolve around relationship advice so as i mentioned before and I, we are I, the experts yes yeah, so you would come exactly to exactly so i'm gonna take a little bit of a backseat on this one i'm just kind of trying to soak all of this good stuff in uh so i could definitely use some pointers here on, on some relationship advice i'm kind of in an awkward position with this one <laughs> so well, that, well that's some very intelligent uh Goings on, goings on. Approach. Intelligence going on. Very, very intelligent <laughs> approach coming from you to just sit back and take in this wisdom. Yeah, Boy, that just blew the whole thing a little, right there. A little tactical with this one. <laughs> okay, well, this all stems kind of from, uh, we, we was having a little meeting at work and we were talking, somebody said something about, you know, didn't know if their wife was mad or not. And the one guy in, in our shop who is not married said, well, why don't you just ask her if she's mad? Okay, so you know he's not married because the first thing, if you have to ask if your wife is mad, she's mad. You don't have to ask that question. She's mad. If you're asking it, it's already too late. She is now upset. She's, she's, am I wrong? Oh, right? No, no, okay. no, no, you're right. I, I you're noticed right. everybody got real quiet all of a sudden, and I am the only one speaking now. I may not speak during this whole segment. <laughs> is it too late to grab a pen and paper? No, please, please, okay. please, please. You can also just you know download the podcast. Just listen to this on a loop. We can even edit this part out for just if, if you. <laughs> so I mean, and, and so you can go in and even if she says she's not mad, you can ask her. You know what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing's wrong. No, I'm fine. Okay, I'll do that usually two or three times, and I'm like, okay, I'll just stop. We'll find. We'll sit down. We'll be on the sofa together. We'll be watching TV. Whatever. All night seems like everything's going all right. Hey, let's go to bed. Great. I will get into bed. I will just start to doze off. And now it's talk time. <laughs> We're going to discuss what, whatever the problem was. And then, so she'll start talking. I'm nodding off. Then she's like, my wife will get mad. You're not even listening to me. I, no, <laughs> I am now asleep. I'm in bed. I, you always fall asleep when we have a discussion. You always have a discussion when you turn the lights off and I lay down. I, if you turn the lights off, I lay down. My, I, I'm like that little doll that they used to have you close. Lay the doll down. The eyes are going to close. I cannot help that. But... She doesn't learn, and I don't either, so she, she'll get on to me about it. It's like, we sat downstairs on the sofa for three hours. 
never discussed anything. Now we're going to have a discussion. <laughs> yeah, that used that used to be a bigger issue. Um, I would say, you know, yeah, we would go to bed, and that's when it was talking time. And then it's like, well, you're falling asleep on me now. And it's like, well, that's kind of why I go to bed is to go to sleep. Um, this is probably going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> But but no, it actually honestly has gotten better. But I think <laughs> I think because we're older now, we go to bed, we're tired, <laughs> we just <laughs> crash out. Um, so so yeah, how did you usually handle it though when you walked in and you knew she was mad? Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm putting a lot of the blame on me, not not my wife. She's responding. I will tell you this: I usually am oblivious. I'm a happy idiot most of the time, just kind of wandering around, and I think things are fine. <laughs> So a lot of times I walk in, I notice she's upset. I say, um, "What's going on? You you okay?" Yep. All right. So then I'll ask again. You know, are you sure? You sure you're not upset? No. Did I do anything? No. So usually I ask three times and then I quit because that's how I respond. If somebody asks me and I don't feel like talking about it, I'll say yes or no, and then that's it. I don't realize that I am supposed to keep asking and asking until <laughs> I have gotten a lot better over the years, but. My first few, five, 12, 15 years, maybe, <laughs> I didn't catch on. I'm a slow learner. And I would just ask a couple of times, like, okay. And then I would feel like I got blindsided because I'm like, you said everything was fine. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm a slow learner. But I have picked up over the years, no, you got to keep asking and coaxing. Um, again, these type of situations, they haven't happened as often lately either. And probably because we are both mellowed <laughs> out over the years and, um, just kind of gotten more comfortable and, and more open. So that's always good. Yeah, because my, my default mode, uh, unfortunately, was to, when I would notice that she was mad, <clears throat> as I go quiet. So that doesn't help the problem. Um, it's like, I got, you know, oh, I've got some things I'm going to go work on. <laughs> I got a lot of house projects done in the first many years of our marriage because uh, if I came in and they knew she was mad, I would go into my quiet mode, and I would go start doing work on something. Uh, again, don't recommend that because that doesn't solve any problems. Um, I would I, do the same thing, but a lot of times it's because I would feel like I'm only going to make this situation worse. And I think that's what I felt, too. But. And I'm going to be honest, too. And this is probably going to get me in a lot of trouble anyway, but who cares? <laughs> We've already opened up the can. <laughs> so Most of the time, if I look at the relationship, I always couch every every discussion or argument, I look at like, is my life going to be better if she's upset or if I'm upset? My life is usually better if I'm upset because nobody cares if I'm upset. (laughs) I know how to get myself in a better mood. I can just, whatever. I don't always know what to do if I make her upset. I will try and I usually make it worse (laughs) or, you know, or I prolong things. So a lot of times it's like, ah, am I happy? No. Will I be mad? Yeah. Will I get over it? You bet I will. <laughs> so that may not be the healthiest or the best thing, but that's the way I looked at a lot of it. Yeah. Can you think of any things you did to trigger the upsetness <laughs> that you can share I, I don't. a quick example? I can give you one from, a, from just a few weeks ago. Uh, About me? No, no, oh. no. No, I'm always upset. No, <laughs> no the, the, the thing that maybe triggered... The mood, and that was uh, you got to notice hair. <laughs> you know whether it's a haircut, hair coloring, uh, any change in the hair, you got to notice. 
I already, uh, I already kind of flopped on that one actually once. Uh, wow, you've been married what two months? <laughs> yeah, almost three. Uh, <laughs> yep, she had the haircut and she gave me about fifteen seconds to notice. I didn't comment on it, and uh, it was boom brought to my attention. Yeah. Yes, but in, in all fairness, though, I have shaved my complete beard off and went two or three days, <laughs> and she never even. I finally would say, I will rub my face up against her face. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like. I've shaved. <laughs> it's not like, oh, thanks. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you touching me? <laughs> I, I shaved my face. When did you do that? Like, last Tuesday. I'm <laughs> just letting you know. But you're right. The, the window is a lot smaller for us to notice those, especially the hair. Um, she's done this to me before. And she's, she's laughed about it later and told me she did it on purpose. But she'd walk in, when I was younger especially, and she'd say, well, what do you think? Or, you notice anything different? And now I'm scared. I was like, I, I have no clue. You I, I don't smart. notice your hair. No, no, I didn't get a haircut. Like, golly, you got to give me a hint, something. <laughs> I got nothing. Again, I'm just a happy idiot sitting there usually playing PlayStation. She comes in, what do you know? It's like, oh, my gosh. My head warning sirens are going off. <laughs> my little men inside my head are all scrambling. Papers are flying anywhere. What is it? What is it? Get a recent picture. What did she look like before she left? I have no idea. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> See. Oh, I thought of another one too. Another another thing that can trigger a, a good mood is a, not a good mood, <laughs> a mood is uh, for one of their special birthdays. Maybe maybe let's say I know. let's say maybe I know this is going. let's say fortieth for for an example. Not gym anybody. Gym memberships do not make good fortieth birthday gifts. No uh, matter how many times they said, I'd like to start going to the gym. <laughs> I think you were with me when I got that one. I think I thought it was a great idea. I think you said, I think I'll do that. I think, that's a fantastic idea. Well, guess who ended up getting to use the gym membership? <laughs> me. <laughs> and, I think you had a shower there for a week, didn't you? We were living in the car. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, that, and, and looking back, I, and I'm not, I'm not pointing blame because, yes, it was a, a pretty insensitive gift. Um, I probably could have thrown in a vacuum cleaner with it and really uh, put myself in the Well, grave. that's her 50th. <laughs> you don't want to spoil her all at once. So, so yeah, that's, uh, yeah that's, those are a couple things that uh, have triggered maybe some moods. Um, and I'm not, playing, I'm not blaming. Um, i got to qualify that. No, this, this is all in, in, in love, and we love our wives, and we're just trying to impart some information to, to a young man to make sure that he Absolutely. doesn't fall into our <laughs> trap and make the same mistakes that we do because it was always our fault. But with that said. Now, yeah, so we're going to move into this other segment. We, we try to do it. Uh, this kind of falls under the uh, it's funny, so that makes it okay, sort of. Yeah, each week we want to do that, touch yeah. on something that, <clears throat> that's kind of the theme of our show. And people may get upset about it, but it's kind of funny. So we have talked about this for years, that we wish there were, the technology's there. We just got to find somebody that knows how to do this. But I think we started probably 10, 15 oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah, with before smartphones, so it was just PDAs or uh, the personal, you know, handheld devices. <laughs> yeah, what were those called? Uh I can't think what they're even symbol, called. Now. They were symbol handhelds, but anyway, we we said what we needed, and it would have helped me out immensely as a young man, a young married man. They came up with much like the mood ring, 
We're going to move it into the 21st century, and we will have the Mood app. Now, we can load it on our phone. We're going to get notifications. I'll, it'll come to my smartwatch. So you will get notifications. I, I want notifications. <laughs> For that one, you do. I do. So I probably won't get any, but <laughs> the, the, the one that I want. So what it's going to do, it's going to come up, and there's going to be all kinds of levels here. Kind of think like hurricane warnings. Now, I'm not equating women getting upset as being a hurricane by any means. <laughs> Just using that as our template. Or general, you look. You think of your weather radar map. Yes. You know the general radar map. So you know when a storm is brewing. You, you exactly, exactly. Again, not that women are stormed. That was Mike Gennard. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, let's start off with like a watch. You get a watch. Yeah, conditions are right not for a, a mood. Not like a clock or to keep time watch, but you have a mood watch. You're going to get an alert. Just hey, guess what. Your wife is in a good mood, but the conditions are right. You know, like maybe her boss was a complete jerk to her, or maybe. the kids mm-hmm. smarted off, or they didn't clean up the, the house, or maybe you left the dirty clothes everywhere. So, hey, she's in a good mood. You're not going to want to push it, though. Let's just make things nice and smooth, keep things rolling. So that's, that's the what watch. we want to do. So, so it'll be like a scrolling thing, like on your TV, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so now, once that gets escalated, though, boom, you're going to start getting... Mood warnings are going to be on, and we got like five categories. So you got a category one, bad mood, or you know, just upset. Um, basically, all that's giving you is like, hey, just don't do something stupid. Come home, you know, how's it going? How was your day? Why don't you sit down? You know, don't come in and say, why isn't my supper ready yet? You know, at least give her five minutes before you start complaining about supper not being ready. <laughs> No, maybe, maybe, maybe notice the hair. Maybe, maybe notice the hair, <laughs> even if she hasn't done it. Say, so your hair looks fantastic. And then she'll say, I hate my hair like this. Like, okay, you can't win. But you're going to hit that. you just jumped in too, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did something stupid. You tried not to. Most of the time we do anyway. So that's our category one. Uh, we got move that up into category two. So, you know, maybe, maybe her... Her coworker was actually a jerk and her boss, and then she had a horrible day at work. Whatever. You're going to get the category two. Then when you get home, let's do the dishes. Let's let's do some laundry. Let's, you know, don't ruin laundry. <laughs> learn, <laughs> learn what goes with what. Don't just make it in one big thing because, you know, we're all about efficiency and we can wipe it all out in one time for her. But we're going to do a few extra chores. We're going to try to make things. Maybe we'll start some supper. Let's, uh, you know, get some things cooking. Maybe we'll start the dishes for her. And only, we'll, we'll do half of them. And she just has to finish them up later. So wow, you just made an assumption there. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you know, well, we're trying to help. We're trying to help out. So then from the category two, we're going to go to category three. Um, it's starting to get a little hairy at this point. I mean, if you once it escalates to category three, you may want to call, send some flowers home before you call her. Hey, listen, don't mess with supper. Don't mess with the dishes. Don't mess with any. I made us dinner reservations. We're getting out of the house. We're just going to relax. We're going to take it easy. We're going to get out of there. Now, this is all assuming that you're not the cause of the mood because if you are, then this is all out the window. Well, yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> help you at all. Because, yeah, flowers can even trigger the mood. Oh, well. I didn't. So I guess it, it comes out. You, you have to know your spouse. If somebody's yes, going to trigger yes, her, you do. which is going to be difficult because I found just because she likes something one time, if you do it again, she may not like that same thing. And again, that's the men's mentality. The things that make me happy and I like, 
are the same things at 15 as they are now. And it's <laughs> it's never that. It's constantly changing, rotating. Yeah, cartoons, and, video games. Yeah, so, you know, she cars. might like flowers. The next time she won't. But they're still in the rotation. At some point, they're going to pop back up, but you just never know. You just have to have an arsenal. <laughs> you got to have it all. you got to have. You got to know. Okay, you may want to write down. I just use flowers. That's going to come out of the rotation now, so I'm going to have to try something different. Yeah, but you got to know keep, when to use those tools. Because we really, may need flowers again next maybe time. Maybe include that in the app. If you go to order flowers, it's going to warning. Warning. You sent flowers last time. Don't do it again. You better come up with something new, something unique. So then we go from category three. We're going to category four. We're getting real close to the you know bad danger. It, it, you you need to leave town. So category four, <laughs> you know you're going to come home. You don't make eye t- contact. You only spoke when you're spoken to. You're you're not going to do anything. You don't ask about supper. You just fix it yourself. You you try to stay. Maybe go to the garage. Maybe tinker on something. If you don't have a garage, go out to the car. Go for a walk. Um, try to stay out of the way. I found if I can do that, that a lot of times that will be the biggest help. Is if I can just stay out of the way. I'm glad Doug's doing most of the talking. <laughs> I, I noticed. I said everybody got real quiet. I noticed before this, we're that's talking. D O U G. Yeah, in our pre-podcast meetings, everybody's like, "Oh, that's great! Yeah, go ahead!" And now I start in, and everybody just backs away from the microphone. Oh, you're handling it very well. Yeah, I'm, hey, in for a penny, in for a pound. Now I'm already done. So uh, now we're going to get to the category that I am currently in, which is five. <laughs> So now it looks like I'm going to have to stay at a friend's house. You're going to lay low for a couple days. It's just sirens are going off. Oh, yeah. Your little dinghy is getting tossed all over the ocean. You're going down. It's terrible. You're sinking. It's it's all hands on deck. Every man for himself at this point. Yes. It's getting tossed all around the ocean. So it's it's getting you know you're, you're gonna sink this it's it's over you just got to try to weather the storm at this point you're holding on for dear life and that's that's category five so again we can incorporate that this just spitballing here um, I think there I to give credit where it's due I think originally Greg was the one that actually came up with all of this I just kind of ran with it <laughs> no but this is this is all in good fun and just we we kid because we love our wives. Immensely, um, and hopefully, she knows that. And it's funny when I picture this, like related to weather. I picture the interviewing team coming up and asking you about it. Oh, I'm going to ride this one out. I'm going to make it. I can do it. <laughs> Cut to uh, Mike standing out front in his uh, wife beater tank top. I don't know what happened. It sounded like a freight train, and <laughs> the next thing I know, I was thrown from the house. And then when it's over, there's a peace and calm. Yes. Things are strewn all about. <laughs> and maybe they have just an outline of a generic woman in there showing, we have a mood front moving into this direction <laughs> yeah. here with a low and a high pressure coming in, settling in. It could cause some disturbances for us. And unlike the Weather Channel where they say, this front's going to affect 100 million people, <laughs> yeah. it's going to say, this is going to affect one, one person. One person. <laughs> well, it gives you like 100% of your time, 60% of your time, 40% of your time. So so you've got about how much how much of your day is going to to uh, you know, be affected, and occasionally you get that lucky break where it does go north or south of you, you know, or maybe somebody else gets sure. hit. Somebody else gets hit with it, <laughs> or it'll just be coming in for the weekend. You know, <laughs> <laughs> looks like this is a bad weekend for you. We're forecasting five days out. Yeah, it's going to be a rough weekend for you, Mike. So just letting you know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, going back to another segment, my watch just said I, I have a dynamic workout. So fantastic! <laughs> I'll probably. Uh, 
have that tonight when I get home. Uh, I'm trying to apologize profusely for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, so that was, you know, it's funny. That makes it okay. Again, we're going light, just having a little fun. That's right. This was a very enlightening yeah, I noticed you took here, a right? lot of notes, so that's... My hand is cramping good. right now. It's looking really good for you. <laughs> Mike's going to go home and buy flowers. Yes. We'll probably get a nice thank you note from Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> well, or a note of some kind from Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, and for our last segment this week, we're going to uh, tell you guys some, some observed holidays this week. Obviously, Monday, uh, September 2nd, is uh, Labor Day. And uh, while you're not too busy celebrating Labor Day... Uh, take some time to celebrate Bison Ten Yell Day, not Bicentennial Day. Bison Ten Yell Day. Uh, bison space ten, as in like the number ten, space Yell Day. So after looking this one up, I, I found out actually this one has absolutely nothing to do with bison. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not exactly sure what this one is going for. Um, it, it says here, you know, you can just make up an excuse to celebrate anything. It says even if you have to, make up an imaginary character and just celebrate them for the day. <laughs> um, my suggestion, maybe, uh, if they're trying to go with Bison Tenyel Day, maybe uh, take that day, you know, go outside and uh, enjoy your Labor Day. Maybe learn about Bison uh, if you have to, if you can't think of anything else. My, 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 my Bison knowledge is pretty weak. I don't know a lot about bison. Yeah, it'd be a perfect, uh, perfect day to go out. Maybe go uh, visit some national parks uh, on your Labor Day weekend, and then run outside and yell ten. Yep, at the bison. Yeah, mm, I like it. All right, uh, Tuesday, September third is National Skyscraper Day, and they said maybe you can enjoy this day by they they said climbing or taking the elevator. I won't be climbing a skyscraper. Um, it said to actually uh, for a building to be classified as a skyscraper, uh, it has to have at least forty floors or more. Um, so maybe you can celebrate this day by going and walking the stairs at a skyscraper, taking the elevator up to the top deck, looking out. Uh, maybe watch Towering Inferno or Die Hard. That all those take place in a skyscraper, so you can just relax with a good old movie. So this is probably one of uh, King Kong's favorite holidays, right? Well, no, he, he died on the sky. I, I think oh, he was true, his yeah. family. He is, may not like it. We're probably going to be sued by the King Kong family now, but no. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they are very upset over that. Um, but yes, that's true. King Kong would be a great movie to watch with the skyscraper day. But uh, yeah, Tuesday is skyscraper day. Well, on Wednesday, the fourth, we have eat an extra dessert day. Wow, that one goes without saying. I'm definitely partaking. <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah. I'll have eight desserts then. Yeah. Instead of seven. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty self-explanatory. You get done with supper, have an extra dessert. Eat one, grab another one. King size Reese's holiday pumpkins. Yep, two of them. Two two packs. Ooh, two two Ooh. packs. All right. So for Thursday, if if Wednesday wasn't good enough for you, there's absolutely no way you're going to come out without a win on on Thursday the fifth. You can be late for something day or cheese pizza day. Now, I'm looking at this. I'm going to be late for something, absolutely. I'm absolutely going to be late for something. I don't care if it's work or whatever I have going on. I'm going to take full advantage of be late for something day. Well, yeah, we've discussed this before. These are required holidays. You have to do You these. have to partake in these. Um, so, but if you get into uh, trouble at work, uh, I do not uh, hold myself liable um, for you being late. And uh, cheese pizza day. I worked uh, at a 
a local pizza joint for four years for my college job, and I can uh, make a pretty mean cheese pizza if I do say so myself. So I will most likely be walking late into work with a cheese pizza. Well, that might they may not be mad at you then if you come in with a cheese pizza. That's that's what I'm saying. You could also have the cheese pizza Thursday night while you're watching the Bears trounce the Packers at seven oh, twenty. There we go. I will so, not. I will not be late. To that. Do not be late for that. <laughs> you can enjoy the cheese pizza. Yes, for sure. So Friday, September the sixth, they got a couple of things that they're celebrating on that day. First, fight procrastination day. So don't put off tasks. Get out and do something. That one thing that you've been meaning to do, go out there and do it. Seize the day, carpe diem. Second thing, it's National Read a Book Day. So go out, pick up a book, sit back, relax. They say reading a book lowers stress. Uh, after this podcast here, I think I'm going to order How to Fix Your Marriage. Hopefully it will be in by Friday, and I will read that. And then probably let you two borrow it when I'm done. I think we'll need it. Do you think that means read an entire book that day? It could. It says that. read a book. I, I probably won't. I, I probably haven't read an entire book in a year. But. I might be able to read like a children's book or something. A pamphlet, maybe. <laughs> well, on uh, Saturday, we have Salami Day. Ooh, salami it's Day. Too bad that wasn't on Cheese Pizza Day. We could have thrown that salami on the pizza. <laughs> uh, so, well, you have to do that on Saturday. Go get you a big old piece of salami and uh, chow down. What's your favorite show? Have some salami. And uh, finally, on Sunday, um, Sunday is a pardon day. So uh, on a little bit more serious note, uh, pardon day is a a day where you can uh, seek and give forgiveness uh, to those who you may have wronged or who have wronged you. Um, It's a day to kind of put grudges aside and and kind of... uh, be in the spirit of forgiveness. It sounds like all of our wives really need to concentrate on that day. <laughs> yes. After this we need podcast, <laughs> we throw ourselves on the mercy of the court. You know, we talked about phrases a couple weeks ago. What does I beg your pardon mean? <laughs> Please give me the pardon, I guess. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Are you begging to their pardon or to them to pardon well, you? I beg your pardon. So you're begging them to pardon you. Maybe that's what it is. So maybe you can beg somebody to pardon you that day. I'll probably be begging for somebody's pardon uh, tonight (laughs) when I get home after she's listened to this podcast. (laughs) The interesting factoid about Pardon Day is that it actually came into existence um, by former President uh, Gerald Ford uh, in light of President Nixon for his uh, involvement in the Watergate scandal. Oh, wow. Interesting. So that was a big pardon day. Oh, yeah. All right, I think that's all we got. Yep, that wraps up the show. Mike, thank you so much for being here. It was a great time. Hopefully yep. you enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having me. We hope all of our listeners enjoyed the show, and make sure to tune in next week for another episode. Everybody have a great week. See ya. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to it's funny at comic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.